Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, episode 98 of Bam Bam Podcast. This is Bam Bam Podcast After Dark, as uh, I'm recording this at about 10 o'clock on a Saturday evening. And the show will be out in like two days' time. I've normally got a bit of a gap to edit it, but I've not done that this time because of work and studying and all that kind of uninteresting bollocks. So uh, I may fall asleep at some point during this podcast, not because of the topic and not because of my guests either, but we'll get to the guests in a minute. I don't think she agrees. Right. Um, so last week was uh, episode 97, obviously. And we had uh, Bubba CW on the show talking about Bad Blood 97 and the um, what, the 25th anniversary of the debut of Kane. And we didn't really actually get to talk about Kane that much on there because we ended up getting sidetracked and talking about all sorts of rubbish, which is quite normal for this show. Um, but WWE have made a big thing of it this week, really. And I think this month's sort of supposed to be Kane month and that. So, yeah, so that was what we looked at last week. And it was a good show. Everybody seemed to enjoy it. Good to see about Bubba. She was lovely. Again, it's nice meeting people on the Internet that you kind of spoke to and you've interacted with. Actually, when you get to speak to them properly in real life, when they turn out to be really decent people and a good laugh, it's, uh, it's quite nice. And it kind of restores your faith in the world some somewhat. But we'll see. Uh, thank you, as always, to Black Lakes for our sexy theme music and Jake for doing the artwork for the show, uh, as always. Um, yep, you know, go check those guys out. Top quality stuff. Uh, we're only two weeks away from episode 100, which is going to be um, it's going to be special in its own special kind of way. A bit like the show, really special in a in a you know in a different kind of way. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a couple of weeks time. Uh, next week we've got um, Ben from uh, Randomizers podcast at Witticisms of Ben on Twitter, and we're going to be talking about Taboo Tuesday 2004. I think. And then uh, a couple of weeks after that, we're going to be talking about the uh, Women's Evolution pay-per-view, which WWE did um, a few years ago. So we've got some exciting stuff coming up. Um, and this week's a bit of a venture because we, we covered a few TNA shows before. and We covered uh, Sacrifice from this year, going back a few months ago. Um, and yeah, we're kind of we're kind of following on from that a few, a few months down the line. So uh, we'll go and check out Bang Bang the pocket the bang oh, I'm, I'm talking rubbish already it's not a good start is it the, uh, the spotify playlist bang bang the music which has got all the songs which have been selected as um songs which you play out on all those wrestler themes um and a few of my special uh favorites on there like uh the bgs and barry manlow and that sort of thing um yeah go and check that out it's on spotify you, you'll know where to find it if you see it so yeah right this week then uh so i'm joined this is the second time in recent weeks i've had a guest from from america we had chris Mueller from the bleacher report a couple of weeks back talking about um unforgiven 97 um and now we've got somebody uh, probably i think chris Mueller. he he hadn't ever listened to the show before he didn't really know what was going on i don't think so <laughs> hopefully i don't think i think our guest this week's definitely she's got a finger on the pole she knows what she she's a professional in, in, uh, when i say she's a professional i mean in podcasting sense not in any, <laughs> not in any other senses i'm sure she's professional at many other things as well uh but it's ari good evening ari hello yeah. how are you i'm not too bad mate thank you for coming on of course um i'm literally looking up the playlist because i gotta see what one here are you okay there's yeah. some pretty ropey stuff on there um also, i mean i first heard you um on a change in attitude podcast with mm-hmm. mags and tanner and uh, uh scottish danny 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, mate, it's been the. Mags has always said you've got to get Ori on the show. You've got to get Ori on the show. And, and Tanner as well, but I think we scared. I've had, actually, Tanner has appeared on the show. He appeared on the, our 50th episode, the draft episode. Nice. And uh, he's not spoken to me since. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, but in, in, in Tanner's defense, and I don't do that very often if you've ever yeah. listened to A Change in Attitude, but in his defense, he's he he had a lot going on. Oh, like, he's a busy man. He moved, mm. I think he changed jobs. You know, there's been a lot going on probably the last, geez, just six to eight months for everybody. There's the, the, the world is constantly changing for the better and the worse. And yeah. so, you know, we all just do what we can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, going back do. to that show, he kind of sat there slightly traumatizes me steve mags rob dan we'd all drank quite a lot tanner was there kind of eating his dinner looking at us being idiots basically on uh <laughs> on skype tanner was sat there quite so politely judgy, yeah. tanner so judgy <laughs> yeah. um but yeah i really enjoyed that i mean that was uh, a great show i know obviously mags is on a bit of a uh sabbatical at the moment and he's only really doing chain wrestling as before when he was doing about 20 different shows right. a week um but yeah it was good it, it's it's quite we've said that quite a lot on this show when you actually go back and watch a lot of that era mm-hmm. it's it's not very good is it no, <laughs> no it's really not there's there's some shining moments here and there and i think yeah. that's that's what made the podcast interesting because we all want to look back on the wrestling that we grew up with whether it was physically growing up from the ages of five six seven or when we grew up and started watching um wrestling because you know as i've said on that show i didn't start watching wrestling until i was 18 and out of high school and moved out on my own for the first time so there's still a a section that i consider oh i grew up with wrestling like i I matured, you know, more so. And those those early days of, of what got us into wrestling, I think we all want to look at it with, to an extent, some rose-colored glasses. And for the time, yeah, it was awesome. Because in a lot of ways, there's probably a lot of things that they did that we had never seen before. Um, but looking back on it now, the, it's it's not quite so rosy. <laughs> mm, yeah. It, it's yeah. more of a, a thank you, cat. <laughs> a, a putrid puce color yeah what's i'm, I'm sorry i'd never podcasted with anybody uh and the and the cat at the same time what's your what's your cat called this is freya we yeah. also call her kitten and anytime i get in this chair whether it's to podcast whether it's to stream or just play games on my computer with my husband he's got to sit in my lap and get yeah. attention and come here look oh and, she's beautiful and she'll just sit there i actually have a hoodie that has a little like pouch pocket in the front and I'll put her in it and she'll just sit there. And I'm like, okay, well, as long as you're not on my desk, which is what she just a moment ago, yeah, you know, knocking things over as long as you're not. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's the wrong end, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. So, but she'll, she, you know, she wants to climb up on my desk and get loving. I'm like, dude, I'm in the middle of something. Oh, uh, so she needs her loving. we had a cat. So obviously I've, as people who listen to the show, probably know I've mentioned it a few times, but I've got two, two kids, two daughters. And uh, we used to, we had a cat. So I had a cat before the kids. So the cat was, you know, kind of around. She was the boss. Tinkerbell, her name was. And um, she died uh, sort of 2020. Mm. And um, I was uh, I was in bits. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute bits. And um, the other day, one of my uh, little ones, she was said, uh, we're talking about pets. 
And she said, Mummy said we can't get a cat because you got so upset after the last one died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we, we had a cat previous to her that we had to put down and yeah. we got her on kind of a whim. And uh, we still have two dogs and my husband constantly picks on me. Oh, we're going to get an owl or we're going to get an owl. Yeah. Like he comes up with random stuff and he finds the cutest animals on the Internet with videos. And he's like, that's what we need is one of those right now. Matter of fact. The one that he always picks on me about the most is called a loris. Okay. And they've got big, wide eyes, and they eat, like, rice balls, and their hands look like almost like people hands with suction cups at the fingertips. Wow. Because the fingertips are much larger, but they can they're, – they're kind of like ferrets in that they can be poisonous, and so you have to fumigate them and stuff like that. Right. But they're kind of a weird, adorable little creatures, but he's like, yeah, we're going to get a Loris. I'm like, that is probably, first of all, not legal in the United States, okay. but, you know, if any other Cajun person in Louisiana saw this, they'd be like, oh, look, that's dinner. Cook some rice. Yeah. So, you know, you can't really have that. Have you got any other pets? Huh? You got any other pets? We have two dogs. Uh, mm-hmm. My husband has his service dog, Bosco, who is a German Shepherd Husky mix. And then we also have a blue nose pit named B, who was supposed to be my dog, um, yeah. but frequently gets in the bed with her daddy and cuddles with him and wants his attention and rarely wants anything to do with me. Yeah. So the cat is pretty much, uh, as my husband would say, she's my familiar. So she's more my animal than anything, than any of the other animals. But she runs the roost. Okay. Completely. The cat, it, this is her house. She's she a just boss. allows us to, to live here. Yeah. So she's a mess. Oh, cool. Right. Okay. Well, thanks very much, guys. We shall uh, see you next week. <laughs> 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 now, unfortunately, we have to talk about uh, wrestling. But before we get to wrestling, um, so <clears throat> as is traditional in the show, we normally talk about the top 10 from this from this week in history um well this week in 2007 um but unfortunately this week in 2007 in the uk and the us i looked because i like to be nice to our you know friends across the pond uh, it was bollocks so i've decided not to do either of those and i've left it up to ori so ori is going to pick a week a random week and we're going to look at so this was on the 14th of october so we're going to look at the 14th of October in which year or should we go for? And I'll do it in the American. I'll do it in the Billboard charts because I'm I'm nice. Gotcha. Um, I had originally thought, well, we'll go with my birth year in 81. And then I, okay. I actually searched it. It's crap. Don't go there. Is it? Oh. <laughs> so I was like, OK, let's fast forward about 18 to 20 years and go with the year that I graduated high school. It'd be 1999. OK, so. That one's a little better. It, it actually it? has some songs that I, more than two songs that I recognize. Okay, right. Well, I'm hastily heading back to, to uh, so 1999, 1999. This is me clicking through a web page on the internet. 99, October 14. I actually have the billboard tick, from tick, the billboard tick. website. That's what I'm on now as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that's what we got. So number 10. I need to know Mark, Mark Anthony. Now, he was is he is he Mexican? I can't think if I made that. It was he was married to Jennifer Lopez, was he? Correct. And I don't ah. think he was Mexican. I believe he was <laughs> either Cuban or Puerto Rican. He was. Right. I mean, we know he was Latin, but you know, yeah. I, I don't remember exactly what what the nationality was. I want to say Puerto Rican. Okay. Does this song stick in your head? 
Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what song that is. So how old were you in in 99? You were... I was... um, At this point in 99, in this exact week, I was 17 days away from my 18th birthday. Yeah. Because I I actually graduated high school at 7. Yeah. And I was still living at home with my mom and my stepdad. I was likely working at Cracker Barrel or... No, I think I was working at Cracker Barrel. I was either working there or at uh, my mom and my stepdad had a motorcycle accessory. And okay. I worked there on and off for quite a few there for quite yeah. a few years. But I'm sure I was still at Cracker Barrel. Okay. What was I doing? In 1999, I was uh, like the assistant manager of uh, Greengrocers. Do you know what Greengrocers is? No, not a, not a clue. It's like a shop that sells fruit and vegetables. Okay, so some... Like a grocery store, but it's just like a for produce. Store, yeah. Just for just for produce. Just for, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, okay. I used to work there as uh, my mum's boyfriend was a manager, and I was like the assistant manager. So he used to turn up at like five o'clock and take the money and put it in the uh, wherever he put it. I don't know where he put it. But I used to be there like in the morning and all through the day and lock up at night. Um, I gotcha. I didn't do a lot of work. There was two old ladies used to work there, so I used to guys used to have to get up really early, go to the where you go and sort of pick the produce from like a market mm-hmm. somewhere and wait for the, the produce to be delivered to the shop. And then two old ladies would come into work and I go upstairs and sleep for six hours and then come back down to let them have a break. And so, oh my uh, God. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sugar Ray, number nine. Mm, so again, I don't remember this song. Someday, Sugar Ray. What was the that's one Sugar Ray song that sticks in my head, which is probably every morning. Hey, yeah, that's every, it. Yeah. Everybody remembers every morning. Yeah, yeah. But this one, this one w- wasn't too different. Someday, okay. no, no. But yeah, yeah. I, I remember that one. I, I have a very musically head, and yeah. I was in choir pretty much all throughout high school. I did show choir, so I danced while I sang. Yeah, and wow. Music just. <laughs> Dicks in my head. I remember yeah. it. So most of these songs I could probably hum out. And, okay. and I just I remember number eight, Whitney Houston, My Love Is Your Love. I remember that one. I think I remember that one, but I'm not oh, sure. Uh, my love is your love is my love is yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I thought, but I wasn't 100% sure. Yeah. Um, she, I mean, she was she was great in the like I, I think everybody loves um or to dance with somebody like when it comes on in the oh, in, yeah, a, in a club absolutely. like yeah there's a um actress I follow who actually did a cover of that song her album but she completely uh, no it wasn't I want to dance with somebody it was I want to know okay oh yeah. yeah and the style it's like the so, slow all sad uh yeah. like the jazzy style and it's beautiful and I have- yeah um. Do you need a bottle, Christina Aguilera? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've that one. Yeah, everybody knows that one, don't they? Uh, Ricky Martin, She's All I've Ever Had. I vaguely remember that one. Yeah, I mean... Like, it was Ricky Martin. Yeah. Isn't he some kind of... <laughs> what's he? He's been in trouble recently for... I think he has, yeah. Going, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into details. Go look it up if you don't. Know. Okay, okay, I'll look at. I don't look know if up. I care enough to look it up, but no, if no, I think no. about it and I really want to, I will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't bother. Um, Mambo number five. Uh, I thought this was because I thought I knew this was a big sort of big like hit in the UK. I didn't realize it traveled sort of around the oh, around yeah. the world. Yeah. Was oh it? yeah, this was huge. Like, yeah. and it still sticks in people's heads today. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, Unpretty TLC. Yes, I remember that one very yeah. well. It's such a good song. Yeah, they were amazing, weren't they, TLC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we chatted on a recent episode with somebody about TLC, and um, I remember having uh, the album before this, was it Crazy Sexy Cool, that one? Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 I remember having that and playing it, like, over, I, I sound like a, <laughs> playing it over and over again, like you wear it out, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, Back when amazing. we didn't have Spotify and you had to carry around a giant, like, book of some flip Yeah, well. yeah. Uh, smooth Santana featuring... Rob, Rob Thomas. Thomas from Matchbox 20. Yeah. Um, I think I spoke about that. With that, was, We might have actually covered this entire chart somewhere else. <laughs> it just um, feels too familiar. Yeah, it feels too familiar, yeah. Um, Music of My Heart, NSYNC and Gloria Estefan. I, I wasn't aware that was a, a collaboration. Yes, and that actual collaboration, that was part of the soundtrack for the movie, I believe, also called Me My Heart, which wow. was about a inner city divorce. Her husband completely rebuilds a town to put her two young boys in. She builds the entire violin youth. Wow. And Gloria Stefan was actually, she acted as well. Okay. So it was a good, it was a very good movie. Very, I want to say. Come on. This is the first bit of Wikipedia of the night. Yeah. Yeah, it was Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep okay. and Angela Bassett. It was called mm-hmm. Music of the Heart. Yeah. Um, it, the movie came out in 19. Kieran Culkin was in it. Cloris. Okay. Aiden Quinn. Mm-hmm. So it was a great, uh, a great. Movie. Yeah. Well, who's your favorite uh, American boy band? NSYNC. NSYNC? Definitely. In- yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not New Kids but, on the Block? This thing. Like, what about Street Boys? Was, like, the first one. New Kids was the first one. Yeah. Um, And that was when I was really young. Like, elementary. Mm-hmm. Joey McIntyre. Yeah. Um, but, like, as I got older, and I think it's also because I was in choir and I was in acapella choir, did a lot of acapella type. I don't know. I just liked them better. I didn't dislike Backstreet Boys. Favorite. <laughs> Yeah. Who else was there? Um, 98 Degrees. 98 Degrees. I don't remember 98 Degrees. Well, the only reason it stuck in my head is because I've scrolled down on the Billboard Hot 100 just oh, a little they were there, farther. Were they? And uh, maybe it was the one for the 24th the okay. after this, but they were on there. And I was like, wow, I heard the thought of them. Yeah. It it's a number 18. So they, okay. they had their version, their original version of I Do Cherish You. Okay. Um, of course, the star by the Oh. Everybody and, loves all Smash. And Still My Sunshine by Len. That was a good song, wasn't it? That was a good song. That was a good song. It was. And me and Chris uh, Mueller, obviously, I get a guy from the Bleacher Report. We spent 10 mm-hmm. minutes talking about Garth Brooks's uh, solo project. His, uh... Oh, God, yes. I can't even remember the name. But, like, the <laughs> Chris Gaines. Full... Yeah, Chris Gaines with the full emo wig yeah. and the weird ass little soul patch. Like, that's my aim. Every time I get an American guest on, we're going to talk about uh, Chris Gaines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and for some reason, like the I don't know if it's because of the return of My Chemical Romance or what, but like yeah. I literally saw a meme of Garth Brooks as Garth Brooks and Chris Gaines, like yeah. September 30th, October 1st, yeah, like yeah. just a side by side. And I'm like, I mean, not. Yeah. I kind of yeah. like the Chris Gaines all the time, except the hair. No well, soul patch. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. No soul patch. No soul patch. No. Soul patch, no. And then That's Heartbreaker, Mariah Carey, number one. I don't remember this one. Oh, uh, that was. Wait, it's got. Uh, is that the. What one did. um? It's one of his songs which ODB, not the TNA wrestler, the uh, right. the rapper, 
he did a rap on that was I think I might have been fantasy, but this one was featuring Jay Z, so I'm assuming Jay Z did that. But this was like the new era of Mike Carey after he had broken away from oh, yeah. producer husband. He was like, I'm gonna wear whatever I wanna wear. Yeah. And so hang around with rappers and things like that. Yeah. And yeah. so and then married Nick Cannon and divorce him and yeah. the world watches have titten different kids bug eight nine different baby moms. <laughs> like, bro, use a condom. Okay. I, I don't know who Nick Cannon is. Should I? What was Nick Cannon? Was he, he was what was in Nick Drumline. Cannon? Okay. He married Mariah Quick Carey for a hot second. They had tw- he was yeah. in the movie Drumline, and now okay. he has the show through Paramount or MD or whatever it was on. It's called um, Wild and Out. Okay. And it's kind of a sketch comedy show that blends rap and, and they played it. I enjoy it. I watch the clips of it all the time. They're YouTube or on Facebook, and they can get really funny. But yeah, it, it's. It's not a bad show, but Nick Cannon has, like, I think they announced the other day, like, his 10th child were by a brand, okay. a whole new baby mom. Oh, hang on. Think, yeah, so Nick Cannon has been married once and has 10 children with six yeah. women. That's... It's too much. It's, it's a lot of, isn't it? Jesus. Yeah, that is a lot of, uh, yeah. And he presents, or he did present, um, The Masked the mass Singer. You get that? You got that in America, The Masked Singer? Yes, we do have The Masked Singer. I haven't watched it. No. But I've seen some clips. Pretty sure the harp this season okay. is Mercedes from uh, Glee. Okay, not Mercedes. I was going to say Mercedes Martinez. <laughs> no, not Mercedes. No, 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 no. no. Um, I think that's her. I think In, that was- uh, over here, we've got the masked uh, dancer as well. Have you got that? Dancer? No. So it's like the masked singer, but they dance and said, how are you supposed to tell who someone is by the way they dance? I'm not sure. Yeah. But, her, um, okay. Her character name was Mercedes Jones. Okay. But the girl's name is actually Amber Riley. Yeah. And so okay. I, I'm almost positive right. that the harp is her. Okay. Well, for all the the big crossover audience we have between this show and, uh, and the Glee American and the Mass Singer, yeah. the American Mass Singer, we'll see. <laughs> you can email into the show to let me know if uh, if that pans out. But six children with ten, the six ten were I can't even say it. Ten kids with six it's women. It's a bit much. It's a bit much, Nick Cannon. Right. If you're listening, mate. Just tone it down a bit. Right. Um, so we have to talk about wrestling, aren't we, I suppose? Yeah, we're going to have to at some point. Um, oh, we, have to talk. we do, yeah. yeah. It's so, probably a good idea. I mean, so I think I there was a lot of Bound for Glory in, on this sort of week or so, wouldn't there? I can't remember. I think I got mixed up because with uh, Matt Willis, I think I got the dates okay. mixed up with what I told him to pick a show from. And so I, think I told him to pick a show from this same week, I think. It all got mixed up, but um, but we ended up doing. There was a lot of Bound for Glory, wasn't there? And you picked Bound for Glory yes. 2007. Yes, I did. Which any particular reason? Um, kind of getting TNA at this. Um, yeah. really enjoying it. Like kind of weaved in and out of TNA for a hot bit. Um, but I really I loved the Ultimate X matches. Yeah, I love their knockouts division you know they this is and this show was great because this was maybe not necessarily the start of the knockouts division but the start of the knockout chin chip yeah um and there was a lot of there there were so many people that i forgot were in dna (laughs) and there's so many people that i forgot were called other things in tna yeah for a hot second before they change names on us and so you know it's it's kind of fun to look back because if we're thinking about where I was um, October 2007, my son was a year old. My daughter oh, wow. was literally about to launch herself out of my body. Yeah. She was born November of 07. Yeah. And 
My husband and I were living in a two-bedroom apartment. No way we were affording no. you know. So I know I've never seen this. Um, yeah. But we were bouncing back between WWE and A every week, you know, trying to keep up and we're not about to have kids and this, that, and the other. And so um, it was really... I'm just really nostalgic for when TNA was good. Not to say that mm. Impact Now isn't, because I have seen some of their shows, and they yeah. are fairly decent. I mean, yeah. but I'm I miss that, and I think that's what I love about AEW. I mean, some of the shine is starting to wear off, but having mm-hmm. that other than WWE, having that alternative and having it be shiny good, and so I think I think that was the nostalgia that I was going for with this. I don't know that I got it. <laughs> Completely. Okay. I mean, yeah. but again, there was still a lot of, again, a lot of wrestlers that I, or that mm-hmm. I haven't seen wrestle on television, but I see through social media because Twitter and TikTok and all this other stuff. And, yeah. you know, I can always go look them up on YouTube, but it's not quite the same. And so it's kind of nice to to have that and take that little walk through the past. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was always quite big over here, TNA, because it's, it was, it was always on free tv so uh, obviously Freedom wwe always. yeah wwe was always on like our uh, sky channels which are like right. the cable satellite channels and um tna was on uh bravo over here which was like i think spike same sort mm, of company mm-hmm. that owned spike mm-hmm. right, own bravo and obviously then in later years it got moved on to the uh game show channel <laughs> so oh, really we've got a, a thing called uh, a, a program uh, a channel called challenge it's called oh. it's all game shows basically um and and tna <laughs> yeah, that's what it was so it'd be like uh um wheel of fortune and then uh then, then impact would be on um i mean that's an interesting lineup i'd be yeah. i'd be down for that i love game yeah. shows yeah i really yeah. do i have a tendency to watch like the silly netflix game shows so like the floor is oh, lava yeah. my is kids love that absolute fl- favorite there's another one that i can't quite remember but it's like people who have been on reality shows before. Yeah. I think it's called like the mole or something. Like there's one person before that are out in the wilderness and they have to do a challenge. Yeah. And they have to figure out who the mole in the group before is. And so if they figure it out, they get to split the money between themselves. If they don't, then the mole gets all the money. And so yeah. I love shows yeah. like that. My kids love, uh, uh, is it cake? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that one is so good because people who are actually making are so super talented. Oh yeah, yeah. And so it's like, is this eat it? Yeah, yeah. No, right. that's good. Cool. But no, but yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Did, did you watch a guy again? I said to Chris Mueller every when he was on. Did, did you get watch much? Because uh, obviously over here we get lots of American shows. Always have done, mm-hmm. you know. Did you watch many English shows? Or any like sort of English imported shows you remember from when you were growing no, up? No, no. Yeah. Like I mean, you know, we had PBS, which is public broadcasting system, and we'd get Masterpiece Theater. Okay. You know, <laughs> yeah. There wasn't there wasn't a lot of, and I live in deep South Louisiana, so yeah. we didn't get a lot of. Mm. So I remember the first time my somebody introduced me to like my yeah yeah, and I was like. This is the stupidest ever. And yeah. It's wonderful. I yeah. absolutely love it. I remember the first time of, he's a uh, transvestite comedian. Uh, Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard, yes. Yeah, oh my yeah, God. Yeah. The yeah. first time I was introduced to Eddie Izzard and I just passed off. He was one of the few that I can watch their comedy specials over and over again and I'm going to laugh every time. Yeah. So, yeah. and I never, I never, please don't kill me. I never got into <laughs> okay. Doctor Who. 
Okay, no, nah, that's fine. I've Don't wanted worry. to, but there's Only a lot I there. There's a <laughs> lot there. But at the same time, like, I've been watching Grey's Anatomy for the last two months, and I just... So I guess yeah. really and truly, I don't have an excuse. I, I like the idea of Doctor Who. I know somewhat uh, what it's about. Yeah. But, and I had a VR program, and we had our VR headset that let us go into TARDIS. So cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I... Okay. Talks, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. That means we're going to go back from the beginning. It's quite a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was a kid, I remember uh, what Americans, so I remember um, things like the A-Team. That was on when I was, uh, when I was, when I was a little one and things like uh, TJ Hooker and uh, Street Hawk and Airwolf. Um, And I can remember like as a kid, things like things would be on late at night. It'd be like, uh, Mm-hmm. Starsky and Hutch and things like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, had, I remember when I was a kid, Nickelodeon, Nick at Night. Okay. So we would have kids shows till about eight o'clock. Yeah. And then it would threes or okay, yeah. um, some of the other sketch comedy type shows that weren't SM. Yeah. Uh, indifference. And I used to watch Get Smart. Okay. Yeah. I would watch Get Smart all the time. At yeah. At night. Probably yeah. shouldn't have. But, you know, I, w- I would get into some of the, the older. Oh, the monkey. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love the monkey. People yeah. are like, that's a Smash Mouth song. I'm like, yeah. you need to step off. Go take the last train to Clarksville. Okay? Yeah, that would be on like, <laughs> that would be on like normal, yeah, sort of early morning kids TV on in this country, like in, in the 80s. Because um, it always used to be good that we used to have a lot of strikes. I mean, we're, we're heading back that mm-hmm. way now. But in the in the 80s, it was like lots of strikes. So like the, you know. The BBC Beyond Strike, that's what I said. Like the normal programs would be off, and it was always cool if you were at home that day, because instead of having like the normal news programs, they just play like the monkeys and uh, and like uh, I remember. Uh, do you remember? Yeah, uh, there's a program called the Red Hand Gang, which is a kids uh, thing. But again, that's people. That's, that's probably before your time. I'm I'm pretty old. Um, and what else do we see? I tell you what. So I spoke about this, I speak about this most weeks. So in the UK, up until about 88, 89 okay. at, at midnight that was it the tv would just go off yeah they played mm-hmm. national anthem yeah and it'd be like right you've got to go to bed now basically right so in the late 80s they started introducing um all night tv yeah mm-hmm. so the tv would be on till well all, all through the night but the on um the channel which first began showing tv all through the night they got loads of imported shows in the u.s so one of them was um or NWA wrestling oh, um, and uh, Prisoner Cell Block H, which is a like America, uh, Australian um, prison drama, which everybody loves that. And one of the other things was uh, Married with Children. Oh, that is an absolute classic. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, yeah. Love that show. But I remember watching that as a, like a, probably as like a 11, 12 year old boy. Because I, I, back in those days, you obviously had to put the, the tape in, like the VCR. And just mm-hmm. record for the whole night, basically, because you couldn't set like your time or whatever. So you get yep. NWA wrestling, but you also get married with children. You get some really weird sort of other late night stuff. But that's how you got into. That's the first time I come across sort of a lot of those uh, weird sort of cult American shows. <laughs> but gone right. We're, we're going to talk about wrestling, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so like like you said, um, TNA just before this was when they went to two hour, um, two hour shows. For the first time, so they were sort of stretching the roster out a bit. So I think that's partly partially why later on we get the um, 
like the knockouts, the first knockout champion and sort of knockouts gone there. So they're trying to kind of beef the roster up with extra people. Sure. Um, but yeah, so we get, uh, so where are we? We're in Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta Georgia, the 10th of, uh, the 14th of October, 2007. And it's uh, Mike and Don West. Mike and Don West? I'm, I'm so tired. Mike Tanay and Don West. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, like the kind of, the beginning of it, the, the classic TNA, TNA voiceover man. Uh, I kind of liked it though, in a really oh, yeah. weird way. Like yeah. it was, it was good, you know, it was the traditional film, you know, that <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. thing. But something about the way they shot it, the words they used in the voiceover for a second there, it let me kind of suspend reality because gave you a feeling. This is not some predetermined outcome sports attainment. Yeah. This is, we're really competing. This is predetermined, which, of course, we. you kind of almost had that feeling that they were legitimately, that there was predetermined to it. And I kind of appreciated that a little bit because, you know, it kind of blurs that line between reality and fantasy. And I think that's that's what's really important, setting up a good professional wrestling show or sports entertainment show however yeah. you feel like saying it yeah you know, the whole point is to kind of blur that line in reality good ways to do it bad and this was i felt like a good way with intro pack yeah and he's got a quality voice wait what the tna voiceover man's got a quality voice oh yeah 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 so yeah so the uh uh Tanae and don west they run for the matches so you got they we say we're gonna get daniels and lethal for the mm-hmm. x division title the the tag titles on the line with Team Team Pac Man. We'll get to we'll get to that uh-huh. day. against AJ and Tomko. Uh, the first ever knockouts champions are gonna next champions gonna be crowned in a gauntlet match. I don't think they understood. They 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 get the gauntlets and battle royals. They get kind of they all get mixed up with in TNA. They all seem to be different things. They're all uh, different but very similar. And yeah, they've all got these. And I think it was just TNA stretching and hard. They were familiar with, but it looked different. And I think there's a lot of ways they did that. And really mm, yeah. And they also mentioned Curtin's thing for the title, which could be the main event. Right. The first match though, so. Alex Skipper and Senshi versus LAX in the Ultimate X match. Yes. This is mental, this match, isn't it? Oh, God. <laughs> first of all, first of all, I don't remember Elix Skipper at all. I had to completely look this guy up. Okay. But Senshi, I'm like looking at him, I'm going, I know this dude. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. I know this dude. And then it clicked in, it's Loki. Yeah. Just going under a different name. Yeah. And who is absolutely insane in the ring constantly, no matter where he's. So yeah. I was excited. I love an Ultimate X match. And I remember uh, Homicide and Hernandez from LAX very fondly. This was when, like, yeah, it was still kind of gang related, but not too heavily gang related. Like, there was a point yeah. where the the whole gang factions, like, there was way too many factions and shit just jumped the shark. This was still when it was good. And I loved Homicide and Hernandez. I thought they were amazing. Yeah. And those two are that that border toss, any border yeah. toss from Hernandez is just absolutely like you legitimately think somebody's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. There was a few spots in this one. There. Just, yeah. It looked like somebody was going to die, to be honest. Oh, or, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you remember um, uh, Loki in his brief WWE run when he uh, the winner of NXT season two. When he was uh, Caval, yeah. Yeah, it, I don't no. think WWE was ready for him. No, but he was. His mentors were um, Michelle McCool and Layla. 
Oh, God. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. It's almost as if sometimes they bring these guys in and as a joke almost. And when they get them in, they're like, yeah, yeah. what's the what's the the most the funniest thing we could do with the instead of booking him like as a sensible kind of uh, killer as he is in this? Yeah. Um, no, we'll make him a. Yeah. He hangs around with uh, a couple of divas who are supposed to be his mentor. It's like, yeah. <laughs> OK. Uh, no. But I mean, Hernandez is always. He's a monster, isn't he, Hernandez? Oh, yeah. Hernandez is a yeah. verb. Yeah. And, like, when he went up and grabbed that cape, pulled his legs up. Yeah. Like, granted, I know those four posts holding the ropes are fairly sturdy, but that is a big, honking boy. And I'm j- yeah. I am was just waiting for all four posts to crumple in. And yeah. And just slowly lowered to, to the ring mat. Like, he's just a big friggin' boy. Yeah. But this match was, this again, this felt like, at the time, again, there wasn't anywhere else doing. So this is so unlike anything that WWE would do at this point. Right. You know? Between the, between the six-sided ring and the Ultimate yeah. X match, the Ultimate X belt. And I remember watching the very first Ultimate X match and going, yeah. mm. what the heck are they nuts? But it's so cool. Like, it's it's like a car crash. Like, you don't want to look, but you can't look away yeah. in the best way possible. And so that's th- this match was great. Really good. There was a lot of high-flying moments. There was a lot of just crap out of people. There was a lot of almost, you know. And I think that's part of what made match, especially so make heavy Ultimate X is. Yeah, yeah. Which is really funny because the person who's supposedly in charge of TNA right now is Jim Cornette. yeah. You know, it, at this moment in time. Yeah. Yet the same man, what, seven, like 10, 12 years later, 13 yeah. years later, is bitching about AEW because they're too gimmick heavy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. come on, dude. What, what happened in 13 years? Make it make sense. To yeah. Make it yeah. make sense. Well, he's, I mean, he's, he's a caricature of himself anyway, really Cornette. That's the thing, you know, and, and I've said this to Mags and Tanner and probably um, Steve and, Steve and whatnot. Um, yeah. Not Steve, da- uh, Danny. Why am I thinking Steve. Steve-o? Scottish right, Steve. Yeah. Yeah, Scott, yeah, Scottish Steve. You're a brand new, pro- you could, we're <laughs> yeah. going to just mesh you two together. Yeah. Oh, that's what's happening in my brain. But but Danny as well. Um, God, now I'm so I'm so thrown off by meshing Scottish Danny and Steve-O together that yeah. I can't think properly. I can't uh, even Cornette. what I was talking about Cornette. Oh, I don't hate Cornette. I hate um, some of his ideas. I hate some of the things that he says. Yeah. Hate to me is a very strong word. I respect his knowledge of the history of the business, but some of his takes I just stand behind. Yeah. It's, it's hot garbage. It's hard to, at some point, really feel like you have to drop the character in yourself. Yeah. And I don't think he has, I don't think he has the ability to do that. He's one of those that has ingrained himself so deep in a character, he doesn't know how to turn it off. No. Which is, to me, can be very much a problem. Yeah, yeah. And again, once you, once you become that much of a character, caricature then your opinion kind of gains less value doesn't it because you people know you're just saying stuff for effect so right you know why listen to why take anything that he says particularly seriously which is a shame because he's, he's got obviously he's got i imagine he's got an incredible amount of knowledge about the business about booking all that kind of stuff and probably deep down he's got some you know got he, sh- he should have great values to the business really but because of right. he's chosen the sort of path of just being controversial and 
he obviously makes a few quid by being controversial, makes some money by being controversial, but then that kind of means he's wasted then as a creative mind, which he, he could be right. used as if he wasn't too busy being a knob. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. There we go. But yes, well, LAX win this. And this is a number one, this is a number one contenders match for the, for the tag titles. So. Right. Yeah, but Hernandez again gets up there and it looks fucking mental watching him get up. Right. Can you like he's going to pull the whole thing down? Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. There. Yeah. Just waiting for it all to just fold in. Yeah, yeah. But they win. So and there's a lot of them. We get the first of many backstage segments. So <laughs> yeah. many long ass backstage segments. So we see Kurt arriving in his suit and then uh, Mrs. Angle at this point arriving and then. Uh, Fucking Kenny Rogers turns up. <laughs> old man, old man Kevin Nash. Now, I'm going to, I'd never, I'm going to come out and say it now. I'd never really got Kevin Nash. So I, I wasn't watching when he was in WWE. I wasn't really watching WWE then when, when, when he was champ and when he was diesel. And then we didn't get over here. We didn't really get WCW till the end. So I didn't watch WCW when he was in his sort of prime in WCW. So Kevin Nash, I remember, is turning up back in WWF at like 2002, 2003. And then I remember old man Kevin Nash in, in TNA. So, oh but, um, so yeah, I've never really kind of got the, got the appeal really, but there we go literally and truly like and this is no offense to kevin nash whatsoever um but he's very much he's a big man yeah he's there to be big and look pretty and kick butt and that's it yeah the, the, i mean i mean he looks we fantastic now, around he? Before, yeah, yeah. We, we're we were joking around before like that i had you know was trying to get through the show and i was running out of time because i had other yeah. things to do today as well and so I had put it on two times speed and you were like, oh, maybe that means that Kevin Nash will actually move at a normal speed like everybody else. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you're not wrong. No. And so and, and that it was I mean, it, we all joke about it, but he did move really slow. But he also because Kevin Nash had tried to transit by this, um, <laughs> yeah. which he was in the Punisher movie, which yeah. was OK. I mean, it wasn't wonderful. I'm trying to remember. It, so that one, yeah, by then he had already done that one because that was 2004. Mm. Red and white striped Russian shirt guy. Okay. And so, I mean, I yeah. don't know. I mean, he looks incredible now, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. He's, he, that's the thing. He's always looked, even when he wasn't, you know, yeah. in the thick of things, he's always kept his body in. He's always yeah. looked great. He is big sexy. Yeah. You know, he has an image to uphold. But here he also, looks probably out. Let's have a look, see how old he was in 2007. But he looks probably 20 years older then than he does now. Yeah, he <laughs> looked, he it's looked, that hair. It's that gray hair, I think. It could he be. Look like an old man. Yeah. Because, you know, Vince never wanted him to have gray hair. And then no. he went to TNA and he was like, screw it. I'm not yeah. sitting here dying my hair every five seconds. So he was uh, 48 at this point. 63 now, Jesus. God, we're all getting old. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he turns up but as I well. Mean, he's he's already always kind of like I think he's definitely probably slimmed up a bit now. But at this point, yeah. he, he was a little more filled out, but not in a terrible way. He carried it very well. And, we forget. Oh, no, man. It's only when he gets in the ring at the end of the show. How yeah. fucking enormous he is. <laughs> he's so much bigger than uh, Angle and Sting. Oh, yeah. But you kind of forget like how he was... Because in this show, he's sort of portrayed as being sort of slightly broken down and 
can't wrestle anymore and yeah. sort of down on his luck. Then when you see him actually get into the ring and get involved, he's towering over everybody. Like he's yeah. always been like just a yeah, just like yeah. um, I was gonna say punishment marks, but that's not me. Damian Priest. Yeah, yeah. I've I've, I've sat on the floor as Damian's walked past me. Yeah. I was like, yeah. well, that dude ain't a wrestler. He should be. And then, of course, yeah. he was on the Ring of Honor show I was at later on that day. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, just just a big honking. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we get, they've, the, they've run down the rest of the cards, so they tell us we're going to get a, a Dudley's versus the Steiners match, a Monsters Ball match, Christian versus Joe. Um, and, yeah, so let me get Crystal backstage with Christian and AJ and Tom Cohen. Christian was great. I, again, too fair, Tomko wasn't too bad at this point. He kind of mm-hmm. did as much as good. I, I, they got as much out of Tomko, I think, as anyone was going to get out of him in this oh, time yeah. period. Yeah. Um, but Christian talks about this fight for the right tournament um, and how everybody in it is a loser, which he's not far off, to be honest. <laughs> and he blames Samoa Joe for the whole thing. Um, and AJ's, because this is the AJ's hometown land. He's been like properly, right. proper kind of... Southern. Well, I think he has him and he is, he is Southern and the AJ. So, um, it's so funny. AJ in this entire promo reminded of like Trevor. Yeah. Happy ass golden retriever puppy just wagging his tail. Like, hi, mom. Hi, dad. Hi, teacher from third grade. Hi, so and so. Thank you, so and so. Yeah. It's just like, I'm glad you're excited, homies. Yeah. Fuck down. You, you don't look, I mean, to some extent it was kind of, you know, but at the same time it was like, be a professional. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, it's playing the thing off because Tomko's like the big serious, like nasty, yeah. and AJ's doing the other kind of thing. But right, come on, they got to talk about this the reverse, the reverse battle royal, which is the first time I come. Up, I, I've heard it. I, I've heard it spoken about many times. The reverse battle royal. But I've never actually seen it in in practice. So the uh, the sixteen wrestlers. So in this tournament, so they all start oh, outside the yeah. ring, and then the first eight they get into the ring. So they have to get into the ring qualify for the next round it's so fucking convoluted no it news. really is but i think to some extent like i think if it was reworked a bit would work a lot better yeah like it was it was an interesting idea but mm, yes yeah, 16 yeah. wrestlers start outside the ring and then the first eight to actually get in the ring yeah will compete against each other and then it's like a battle royal from, from there into the top battle royal. yeah so the, the, and then the, the final two meet one fall match yeah but then this still goes on for the then there's a tournament with the eight guys that qualified from the and then that ends up getting down to like two guys so no, this no, just no, leads no, no. Up, Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it's, it's sixteen guys outside the ring. The first yeah, eight it yeah. become, to get in compete in a Royal Rumble style match until yeah. you get to the last two. Yeah, and then it yeah. goes from a Royal Rumble match to just a traditional match. Yeah, but on the, on uh, Impact after mm-hmm. this, then there's uh, this is this is Troy. <laughs> oh, I believe you. So, so on on Impact after this, so there's uh-huh. eight people that got into the ring. Yeah, right. Then they go in. They go into a tournament which starts on Impact after this. Uh-huh. Yeah. So and the seedings are done by the elimination of the. So like the first person out has to wrestle the winner in this tournament, and then second wrestles the seventh. So third they put wrestles. a tournament 
after this. After the tournament, the people who didn't win the t- Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were so reaching. You don't get anything for winning this battle royal, apart from being the number one seed in the in the knockout tournament, which starts on impact after this. But um, that's how easy it is. Were, yeah. the, the, the person ended up as number one tender after this. Good. No, great. no, he was just number... Eric Young was just... Spoilers. Was just number one seed for the tournament, so... Yeah. So, right. There's some stars in this mind. So, yes. Jimmy Rave. Uh, he's no longer with us. Jimmy Rave died. Did he die? died? Died last year, I think. Jimmy Rave. I think I so. Remember Jimmy I might Rave. be falsely announcing the death of. Uh, no, I think he died last year. Um, and Lance Hoyt, who, of course, is mm-hmm. Lance Archer, looking like a, a teenage boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Very young. A Havoc. I don't not, remember Havoc. Not not uh, Jimmy Havoc or not Havoc, the no, female not wrestler. Not Jessica Havoc, yeah. No, just another Havoc. Shark Boy. Ooh, I love I Shark Boy. I loved Shark Boy. Loved Shark Boy. Uh, Petey Williams. Loved uh, Petey Williams. The Motor Absolutely City Machine Yeah. Uh, VKM, which is the New Age Outlaws being shit. Kaz, Sanjay Dutt, James Storm, Eric Young, Robert Rude, Chris Harris, and Rikishi. <laughs> And Rikishi, but it wasn't, he wasn't called Rikishi over there. He was Junior oh, no. Fatu. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I loved, I loved Robert Restore. I loved them. Yeah. Their money was so much fun. Yeah. And then B, Kip, yeah. Kip James. Which, yeah. But I loved the fact that they were BKM. That, that was freaking hilarious to me. Yeah. Um, I loved Eric Young. I loved Lance yeah. Hoyt, Lance Archer. You are correct uh, on the death of Jimmy Rave. He passed okay. on one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what. I think he was in a pretty bad way with a few things, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. And who else? Oh, Motor City Machine Guns. I actually have a local also loves wrestling. Yeah. Much like Alex Shelley. We call yeah. him Walmart Alex Shelley. Yeah. Because it's so close, but it's not quite there. Yeah. Like, wish.com Alex Shelley. He's like, shut up. You know, even Alex Shelley. Apparently, he's met Alex Shelley. Yeah. He was like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> Yeah. Like you look way too much like me, but I love Motor City Machine Guns, of course, Kaz, um, Shark Boy. Th- this was in Sanjay Dutt. Oh my God, I loved Sanjay Dutt back in the day, w- whether it was Guru Sanjay or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, th- this was this was the nostalgia match. For, yeah. You know, yeah. not for the setup, but for who, who all was in it. This was hit that nostalgia button. Yeah. Or oh, Junior Junior Fatu Rikishi. Uh, he was only I think they signed him on a short term. He was only there like a yeah. month. Basically, because oh, I didn't even ever remember him being in TNA. I didn't either. So when he got nice really with strange it. because he yeah. had like if you looked above where his, his penis, costume, his, his what? <laughs> no. No. On his stomach, like just below his chest, he had a yeah. very large scar from incision down the middle of what his abs. You know, okay. so like he had surgery for diverticulitis or because it didn't come all the way up the chest. Yeah. It stopped just below, and it, and I don't ever remember him having that WWE. No, well he left WWE in 2003, so this is four years after he was in yeah. WWE. I mean, geez. Um, so who gets? So he gets in. Kaz gets in. Robert Roode gets in. Shelley gets in. Lance Archer gets in. James Storm. So James Storm's hiding outside there. I was trying to recall what he was doing. James Storm. Then he sneaks in ahead of Chris Harris. He yeah, because him and Chris Harris, or Wildcat Chris Harris, are tag yeah. team partners. Yeah, they, their money hasn't quite come together yet. Yeah. Um, 
And he screws Chris Harris because he's the last one to get in. Yeah. Chris is fighting somebody else and ends up. Eric yeah. Young had the greatest, in my opinion, he had yeah. the greatest. Yeah. Just that, like, I'm going to do it anyway, but I'm shitless. It was. Yeah. One of the best gimmick. But yeah, yeah. James Storm likes and whatnot. It, that was what was great about James. Yeah. Is that sneak. He looks young as well in this. He? He oh, looks... God, does he ever? <laughs> yeah. I follow him on TikTok. Yeah. But yeah, he he looks. He's they got like a all round, look very young baby face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, who was yeah. that with with Lance Archer? Excuse me. I don't oh, remember that was, who um, that guy is. What, who came down with him? Or... Yeah. I think that's Jimmy Rave. Oh, okay. Okay. Because they were when they it was him that those two and Christy Hemi when Christy Hemi came in. White ass. It's very 2007. Oh my god, it's so 2007. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's funny how he never because he he came back didn't he to WWF as Vance. Remember Vance uh, Vance Archer. That might have been <laughs> yeah. when I was taking my WWE hiatus. Okay. To be he came back honest. in so with, with like with short hair and it's called Vance Archer. For, oh, I can't imagine him. Yeah, it was like sort of shaved, sort of cropped hair. Wow. Um, it, did, it didn't last very long. But yeah, here, no, there's I... a lot of guys on this show which you think is surprised he never actually got a run in uh, WWE or, or got yeah. like a serious one. Obviously, he went there. I was thinking right. that with Hernandez. Like, Hernandez, you think would have been perfect. Oh, yeah. There. Hernandez would have been perfect. Um, James Storm, which yeah. I think he was there for a hot second. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Joe know, later on as well. Joe would have been, because at yeah. this point, Joe's a fucking machine, isn't he? Like, oh, yeah. So, to give it um, this, so when Eric Young's trying to make friends with uh, Rikishi, and then Rikishi starts smacking his ass, and Eric Young smacks oh, him on the God. ass as well. <laughs> that, that was. <laughs> yeah. It was it was crazy. It, it was yeah. crazy. You know, it was very much kind of the the two generations, the old colliding, but in the best way possible. Yeah. And Eric Young. Yeah. Yeah. So so when they get in, so Storm's like the, the, the last one in, isn't he? And then Eric Young takes him out straight away. She's so like the first one out. So. Yep. Um, and then Eric Young trying to lift. Like, yeah. For his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> like I yeah. appreciate that was always the best part about Eric Young is that despite being freaked out, like his entire kick was to try it anyway. Yeah. And it yeah. was so cute and endearing. Yeah. You know, when when he came to WWE and and part of oh god, I can't remember the, the oh, sanity, wasn't it? Yeah, sanity. It was a completely different story. It yeah. was a completely different Eric Young, and I think it was a great character trend for him. Yeah, but there was something about this Eric that is so incredibly lovely and mm. endearing that I I just still to this day. Yeah, he looks about fifteen as well, doesn't he? In this, so. oh god, yeah, the, yeah. Of course, I kind of feel like they all look fifteen yeah. to some extent. You know, yeah. maybe twenty two. Yeah, know, but for the most part, so very especially Motor City. Yeah, they look like baby. James Storm get, looks like yeah. a baby. Kaz they get going with this. all his hair looks like a baby. Yeah. So the, the machine guns look again at this point. So you've got them, you've got the, the guys in the first match, LAX and uh, Skipper, you, and you've got like people like the Dudley Boys as well. Uh, the tag roster was bonkers, wasn't it? Really? Oh, completely nuts. And they were handling tag team way WCW previously had handled their cruiserweight, you know, and they also handled their X division. The way WCW has their weights. In some cases, it was the best part of the show. Yeah. You know, and this really, there are times where I look at T, early T as WCW. Mm. 
because they're getting to the point where Dixon and Jeff are bringing all of the big names and they're trying to do it for recognition, but they all won in the title picture. Yeah. But they've brought in all of these other great names like Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, uh, Eric Young and Robert Rude, James Storm and so many others. We end up caring, uh, caring about the tag team, the X Division and even the knockout more than we ever cared. Yeah. Because it was just so good. Yeah. You know, we've seen, you know, all these people that are in the picture, whether it's Sting, uh, Jeff Jarrett. Kurt Angle, Kevin Nash. We've seen these people be world champions, or we've seen be around world. Even when Bully Ray and you know, we've seen that, we've been that, or done that. But these new guys are bringing in something fresh that we had before, and it's interesting for a bit. And there was a lot of time, you know, by the time Aces had really gotten steep, that's when I, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. I just couldn't, yeah, know, despite. The people that were still there and still plugging away, yeah, you know, trying to make things work. I just it got no. way. There was a lot that. Okay, I won't tell Scottish Steve that because that's his favorite. Uh, that's his Steve. favorite. Yeah. Um. So Eric Young wins, doesn't he? Roll up and Eric Young. So that kind of continues the the Robert Roode Eric Young feud was going on went on for like months and months and, and months. Um. Oh, yeah. So that means Eric Young is the number one seed in a, in a eight, further eight-man tournament to decide the uh, number one contender. So, right, the tag titles then. So, yep. Pac-Man Jones then. So, he, uh, he, had a, he had a busy year. So, he was suspended from the NFL in April of this year. And they suspended him for a year for getting up to some mischief in Vegas. And people were getting shot and that sort of thing. And um so we decided to sign for TNA for a spare time in August of this year. But the main issue was that the his team took a restraining order out on him, which meant he couldn't actually get involved or be touched or be. So, so the, the the agreement was that he wouldn't. Uh, they came to a, they come to a compromise in the end, so he could actually appear in TNA. But the compromise was that he wouldn't be allowed to be touched or be touched used or by hit hit by any object or anything else that could injure him but he could appear in a non-physical way so obviously he's he's about one half, one half of the tag team champions <laughs> yeah right yeah he can't be touched but he's the uh he's yeah. a glorified valet that's holding it it's but he can touch other people so that's the thing so he can pin people and he could like just he could like hold people's leg or kind of get involved that way but he couldn't be touched by someone else so he could touch people, but they couldn't touch right. him. Right. Which is quite tricky when it comes to wrestling. Right. You have yeah. to work that just freaking right or it just doesn't work. And so they end up, they have a third man. Yeah. They have a third man. They have uh, Rashid Lucius Creed, also known yeah. as Consequences Creed. Yeah. Also known nowadays, who didn't even look like he gets an entrance. <laughs> It looks like he was sitting ringside waiting for Ron Killings yeah. and Pac-Man Jones to come walking down. And then he just kind of hopped up from his seat like, OK, I'm here, guys. Bless yeah. his heart. But we know him now as Austin Creed, Austin uh, Xavier Woods, yeah. whatever you want to call him. This was the early Truth and Consequences tag team mm-hmm. is what it was. Yeah. And poor Woods really weird ass like Rocky. Yeah, it's Apollo Creed, isn't it? It's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a playoff of Apollo Creed. He's got the boxing gloves. It's yeah. it's easy. It's a look. 
I will yeah. say when he gets into the character further on, more established, you know, truth and consequences really gets going. I remember more fondly really liking his character. Like, even yeah. though it had that to it, somehow it worked and he made it work. Oh, yeah. And he's, again, in, in the ring, he's incredible in this match. Considering oh, he really it was is. His, uh, yeah. He really is. Creed has always been really, really good. Yeah. You know, whether it's been TNA, whether it's in WD with the New Day or just himself. Yeah. I've I've always loved Creed. I love one of my favorite things ever is instant back and forth between Creed and Kenny Omega on oh, yeah. Twitter over yeah. video games. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. dude we never know we never knew we wanted, but absolutely have to have. It's great. Yeah. So uh, before we get the match, we get the uh interview with the pair of them and yeah. Um, and that's when he mentioned the consequences, Creed. And then we get more backstage angle and the angles stuff. Yep. Um, and then AJ and Tomko. AJ obviously gets a big pop because we're in his hometown. And, right. And then, yeah, we, we get Ron and Pac-Man and, and consequences, Creed. Yeah. But this, I think there's only probably a few months after this. And then our truth moves over to So you get a few months of him and Creed. And then mm-hmm. it doesn't last that long. And then he's back in. WWE and that's the again that's what that's what 13 years ago yeah and again he again as as, as we said on the show so many people look like they're sort of 15 years old he's mm-hmm. at the same age for probably 30 years and he looks he doesn't oh, age yeah. at all he doesn't age I think he's he he looks like he may have aged five years yeah 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 in it, 30 it, years yeah one of those people yeah it just doesn't crazy yeah, even the, AJ AJ looks like maybe well, no. <laughs> no. AJ may have a couple extra years. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But again, so AJ and you forget in this match, so um, Truth does some nuts stuff. Oh, yeah. Like some Truth of the suicide dives and that sort of thing. You forget that he was, you know, this this sort of character rather than in recent years, he's been more of a kind of, I suppose he, he character, must be, character. he must be up near, he must be in his late 50s. You think? Let's have a look. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm curious about that too because. Right, I mean, I, I, he's only fifty. Okay, so. Oh, that's not bad. No, that, no, I do apologise. Late fifties. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, he was he was born in seventy, so that would make him old. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But he's fun all over the place in this match. Oh yeah, he was a really good flyer. He'd come up innovative to move his body effectively. Yeah. That he he was one of the draws of DNA, just as much as Jay Styles is kind of it's not a switch, but it's a he yeah. never called it this, but that's no. what it is. Yeah. And that's that's where uh, Reigns got it. from. But yeah. between that and the Pele. Oh, yeah. That, the, that yeah. helped put him on the map. Nobody, anybody backflip type kick yeah. at someone and the agility in the ways that his body, him and P. William always coming. I remember the first time I saw the yeah. What the hell happened? How did like it, it was one of those things where I didn't have DVR at the time, but I really wanted it because I needed yeah. to figure out, okay, how does this move actually work? Yeah. Yeah. The first time you saw it. It doesn't look like it should work. It looks like it should kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> and now everybody does it, don't they? Oh yeah. Now it's just Canadian destroyers all over the place. And, yeah. I mean um, so I mean, thankfully the AJ and Tomko win, but they win because of Pac-Man tries to bribe Earl Hebner. Not Earl Hebner. Yeah. Yeah. Earl, did, Earl would never. No. 
And then all the money goes in the ring, and Earl, instead of counting the pin, then goes to try and collect all the money. Right. Yeah. Uh, he decides to, to, he's going to clean it up. That's what yeah. Earl's doing. He's not taking, he's just no. cleaning it up for now. Yeah, yeah. Which which he ignores Pin's truth attempt, and then AJ and Tomko do the business, and they're new yep. champs. And then we're backstage for more until you got to get Karen and uh, Uncle Uncle Kevin Nash sat backstage. Um, but they go they cut to the back, don't they? And Nash is chatting to Angel Williams, so Angelina. No, yeah, Angelina Love, isn't it? And they're really yeah, first, probably a first it was appearance. Angel Williams. Yeah, yeah. So he's sort of chatting to her backstage. Um, but then Karen warns Kevin that if, if Kurt loses, then that's both their meal ticket gone. Right. And Nash goes, oh, thanks for ruining my uh, sort of killing the buzz. Because <laughs> he was chatting up uh, a young lady backstage. Um, but then it, she alludes to the fact, like, you know, what are you going to do? What options have you got? You're not like you're going to start wrestling again, is it? Or, and he's like, no, 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 I'm not going to not going to do that. No. Um, and we get a promo about the Daniels and Lethal kind of feud coming up so so jay lethal pinned kurt angle at the previous pay-per-view to win the exit title which is like they all they talk of it as being like one of the biggest upsets in tna history right. um and then they had a match on impact where daniels beat jay lethal and that kind of led to this match at the at the pay-per-view um it's like daniels is amazingly he looks great as well this i love the yeah. music the whole presentation of of I like, the fallen, fallen angel, angel. yeah that was yeah. That was my, it was just such good, great me- entrance. It was yeah, a great yeah. look, great nation, the whole thing. Like, even this version, like, he just, Christopher Daniels, is, he had himself worked as somebody who listened way too, still <laughs> listens to way too much Evanescence, yeah. you know, and prefers the goth aesthetic. Like, this was it. Yeah, you know, I I love, but I still I loved Black Miss Moon. I can't even say it without laughing. But it was like it, Jay Lethal. Don't be wrong. Like he has the ability to very serious, yeah. you know, character and contender. But the shit that he did, Black Miss, mm-hmm. was so friggin' good. And then I I've heard both him and Ric Flair talk about meeting each other and on yeah. air just like like the woo off yeah, yeah they never yeah. planned that ever no. and so it was these two were an, another two set of pillars within yeah. dna that made us want to watch you know, that half the time they were not in main title picture but they were part of x division you know, in a tag work you know, i remember i think it was they did a whole storyline sanjay and it was either before or after this sanjay lethal fall in love with socal val oh yeah and they were yeah. going to get married and then they didn't that caused like snap his mind for a hot set like they came up with great things these guys really well which is why it's still amazing how i don't want anyone that okay. he's gone might yeah. help yeah the, the the fact that you know you couldn't any of those other than a Styles. yeah because aj styles was just j styles yeah there wasn't really character to him he just was who he was yeah and that's the only reason i feel like aj has worked in w ever yeah. You know, I think Christopher Daniels has had his and tried to work, but they've never understood the fallen gimmick. Well, it's probably yeah. like, but then they go into stuff, Mustafa Ali and Cross before yeah. he left. And all kind of weird. Like, 
they try so hard, but they get the wrong pee in the wrong spots and yeah. wonder why shit doesn't work. If they had tried this with somebody else. It yeah. Well, hopefully that might have changed in in recent. The signs yeah. are more encouraging recently, aren't they? Again. Oh, yeah. Um, but I mean, AJ, when he came in, it was almost unheard of people coming in. And he was just AJ Styles, wasn't he? When he came to Rumble, it was, yeah. oh, it's AJ Styles. So, whereas before, I think they've been like, well, they wouldn't, they wouldn't know who he is. We'll give him a different name, Will. But it was just, he was very few people at that time who came in and was just allowed to be himself, pretty much. Right. And get over by being a good wrestler. Because again, but he's not he, a strong... I think, I think the fact that, what, in some eyes, working from Pact, yeah. whatever, you were quite a few... Yeah. He left. Because he at that time, he really spent a lot of good quality yeah. getting him. He made... He was the mark yeah. of that company. Him, Samoa Joe, and yeah. Chris... That sure, like, okay, fine. These other people, because that's your... We're going to get to want to watch it for us. Yeah. And that's that's why I think we're able to walk in as AJ and Samoa Joe. Yeah. You know, and not really... Yeah, yeah. I suppose Joe, he obviously came into NXT as Samoa Joe, and he got brought up onto the main roster as Samoa Joe, didn't he? Whereas in the past, mm-hmm. he probably would have been in a fucking like, ceremonial dress. and like. He would have he been like when the Usos first came up. Yeah. When they first yeah. came up to main roster. Yeah. You know, or he probably would have the Joe dropped in the Samoan. Yeah, you yeah. know, or just Joe. God. Just Joe, that would have been like, yeah. like, hey, look, it's Joe. Yeah, that was a wrestler, wasn't it? At one point, there was a wrestler Probably. called Just Joe. I'm sure there was. Probably. Um, I mean, yeah, this again, this is there's too many spots to go through in this match. It's ridiculous. Daniels oh, yeah. and uh, Lethal. It's nuts. Um, but he does his moonsault, doesn't he? And Lethal kicks out, which is a bit of a kind of yeah. Obviously, he's gonna and win. And then he tries it again, and Lethal yeah. goes nowhere. Lethal yeah. And it was after I kicks out and yeah. closer to both of the wrestlers. Yeah. 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 I, uh, his hair always gets me. Uh, oh, yeah. Like the shoes over the wild ass hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's Randy Savage hair, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. Kind of, yeah. kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he brushed it. He went out the ball spot. He ironed it and brushed it and put it down, but as he matched, wants yeah. to, honestly. Yeah. But he wins. So you get the lethal combination off the top rope and, and Jay Lethal retains. Now we get now we get to the slightly less TNA stuff. So um Steiner's cutting a promo backstage. Rick Steiner's forty six at this point. Um well he came back so when we covered uh Sacrifice earlier on mm-hmm. this year, we covered it was um when Rick Steiner returned at a pay per view to sort of save Scott from the Dudleys. As Rick Steiner came back, Scott Steiner got injured. So yeah. the plan was to have, I think it's supposed to be the Steiners and the Dudleys at Samiversary, but Animal from the Legion of Doom came in and took Scott Steiner's place. It was Animal and Rick Steiner against the Dudley boys. But by this point, um, Scott is back and is talking about, he says fat asses about six times in this uh, in this promo. Um, he's looking for revenge. So this is, I quite, actually, I, I quite enjoyed what it was, this sort of, it did go on a bit. It's two out of three falls in a and a two out of three tables match, isn't it? So yeah, it was it was two out of three tables match, and of yeah. course you know how that's anytime it's two out of three, everybody's gonna get one of whatever it, whether it's yeah. because it yeah. just makes this actually a shorter match than yeah. most of the other matches on the card. Oh yeah, yeah, which is good probably because yeah, yeah, it needed to kind of go. And I remember there was yeah. a lot of. I was thinking you had a lot of. Again, like 
he had a lot of good tag teams already. And them yeah. coming in was like, mm, I guess yeah. similar to... Well, they had a lot of small guys, you yeah. know, former guys. Guys can jump and flip off the top rope. And yeah. being the age that both of these guys are, all of these yeah. guys are, you're yeah. going to see Bully Ray do a front flip uh, frog splash off of the top rope. Yeah. That's not his style. That's not, you know, no. and to some extent, in a way that gives... The newer guy to play off of this, that, and the other, but it's this this match, a, a lot of drinking. This match was in a this turd match. to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a turd it, on the card. It made me laugh a few times, but it just sort of Scott, I've forgotten how much of a nutcase. Well, well, when Scott Steiner was still kind of able to wrestle a bit, he was just yeah. a complete lunatic, wasn't he? He, he was drinking oh, yeah. beers, getting beers from the crowd. Bitten beers. There's one bit where Billy Ray's doing like the timeout thing and he just goes like that to get in the finger. Oh, like, yeah. in the face and, uh, just completely. Yeah. And he, he threw Bubba right into a, I think he bounced off the woman's head like in the crowd. Uh, oh, wow. um, and we get a 3D and Rick goes through a table and then somehow Scott Steiner, I think with a bit of help from Bubba, manages to do a Frankensteiner off there. I think Bubba Ray did most, <laughs> most, of, the, most of the work. Uh, and he just about really. hit the table. Yeah, just about hit the table. Like his back legs hit the table on the way past. Um, and it comes out of the last four. And then the machine guns come down and distract the the, the Dudleys. And that's quite it's a, it's quite a good finish. Rick Steiner doing the bulldog off the off the top rope through the table. For a guy that age, he was, uh, yeah, it, it was it was a, again, it was one of those matches. A lot of the criticism of the AEW shows of recent times are it's too much every match yeah. is a good match every every match is sort of 10 15 minutes pretty hard hitting you need a bit of a joke a bit of a kind of buffer yeah. so that you can sort of switch off and not like yeah it's sort of different and there's a few again i think the the, the match coming up in a bit which is <laughs> it's probably worse than this one but uh yeah it did a job i suppose it's not a not a classic but no, not at all. Not at all. Now we get some young people in, in the backstage area. So Borash, and then he's introducing a lot of these these young knockouts that are making their uh, well, making their first to. appearance. It's trying to, yeah, but ODB takes over. Yeah, I've she was amazing. always loved. We've got Melanie Martin. I remember she was somebody else. She played like this Empire character. Oh yeah, in 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 ECW. Yeah, she was Ariel. Yeah, Ariel with yeah. Kevin Foreign. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we've got Tyla Madison, which is yeah. Joel Williams, who is yeah. in a love. And then yeah. we get Talia Madison. Yeah, that's about the sky. Awesome Kong. Funny because in video package, yeah. before every, they have her as amazing. Yeah. And then they're awesome. They go back and like, it's like they couldn't make up their mind, which sounded better. So they yeah. were just going to bounce back and forth between both on a caller. I think she was. Not, I probably got the the worst knowledge of Japanese wrestling in history. So Mags will have to, to if he's listening, Mags, Mags can confirm this. But I'm pretty sure she was called uh, Amazing Kong in Japan. It but could be. on on it this show be. they called her they, they called her both. Her from Jen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. when she comes. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they'll they'll confirm or deny that. Uh, but yeah, but but in the show they they couldn't make up their mind if she was amazing or awesome. But she, I mean, she's both to be honest. Um, she was. She absolutely. Yeah. And I loved. Yeah. So it's a gauntlet match, but it's not really a gauntlet match, is it? Because people come down every 
Is it every minute or two? Because it seems to be it's really. It's supposed to be every minute, but it felt like it was every 30 seconds. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. Because yeah. right about the time that someone would go. So I'm watching right now. Yeah. You know, and then, okay, so it's announced. Everybody, she comes. The screens do say awesome call. Okay. But then as she's then on the way to the ring, the countdown starts for the next person. Yeah, the countdown yeah. starts for the next person for the next 30 seconds. It's like, it's, yeah. I get it, it's supposed to be every minute, but you're in that 30-second time no. for anybody to get in there. So right about the time shows up, and then this crowd is distracted by the fact that, oh, we won, here comes OBD. Yeah, yeah. So, well. Not really, no. And it's not a gauntlet, is it? No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it, it's an over-the-top rope. Yeah, yeah. It's a Royal Rumble. And again, in this, when it gets to the final two, it turns into a, a one-on-one. A one-on-one. Match, yeah. It's just making things overly convoluted for no reason. It, uh, it's like they're trying to, to make some alternate rules to make it different. And, and it's yeah, not, the way not they really. Want it to. No. So Miss Brooks and, and Jackie, Miss Jackie, to start off with... Um, and then Shelly Martinez and Awesome Kong. And then ODB comes out and chucks out everybody. Uh, and it's funny because Angelina Love comes out. The music she comes out to is the like, the beautiful people, what would go mm-hmm. on to be the beautiful people music. But you see it there just coming out. Oh, it's just uh, it's Angel Williams. But um, And then Gail Kim. I forgot Gail Kim was even into you. <laughs> I had forgotten about Christy Hemme. Who, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so... By the time Awesome Kong comes in, she's eliminating everybody, and then it's just her and ODB. Yeah. And then they're still eliminating. They're still coming in. And something about, I think, the way falls yeah. or the way Awesome does the plant on her, somehow, and I think it's the the, the power. Yeah. It, it's something about it goes when doctors and referees are immediately floor. I mean, when she's in the ring, she's almost got a, I think they kind of played on, cause she's quite sort of flexible and, but it yeah. looked like she was literally almost snapped around the, straight around her shoulders yeah. and she almost oh, bent yeah. her in half. She, she was bend, bending her backward, no less. Yeah. yeah. And so, so like, her back. that hurt my lower back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, eventually they all team up, then they get rid of Kong. Yep. And then, and then we get Talia Madison, yeah, who is now Madison. And then Roxy Laveau, the Hoodoo Queen. Her. Yeah, yeah. I re- yeah. being from Louisiana, knowing the history of Laveau, all that yeah. kind of stuff. I, there were some things they got very wrong with Roxy Laveau, but there were some okay. things that were still a lot of fun, right? Yeah. And I, re- yeah. and I was like, the minute she came out, I was like, it was like. All of a sudden, something had unlocked. Remember her? Yeah, yeah. And it ends up with those two, and then it's the one-on-one for those two for the for the knockouts. The first ever knockout championship. wins. So she, in history, is the first ever knockout champion. She's probably still synonymous with the TA and TNA knockout because again, she didn't really have much oh, of yeah. a. Yeah, she's one of those guys. She came back to WWE for a minute. It did yeah. not go well. She came right back to NA. Awesome. I mean, this is still fairly young in seven. It's yeah. marriage before she, and it's a really weird thing to say, but before bulk up because she's yeah. kind of a tiny as it is. But for her, she bulked up. Who's she married her, to? She's married to the, what's his name? Uh, uh, Robert. Is it Chef, isn't he? Yeah. Bald Chef. What's his name? Uh, it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> the name again. No, because it's husband. gonna bother me now. Right. Okay. It's gonna bother me. Robert Irvine. Okay. Robert Irvine. Right. That's Gail Kim's husband. Right. Yep. I'm sure everybody's trying that out at home. They all knew, but. Um, right. 
Oh yeah. no, he's not bald. For some reason, I had him he's in my bald. head as bald. No, he's just got a very. Yeah, same as me. Uh, yeah, mine's, mine's slipping. A little yeah, bit. mine's back from back by my shoulders. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, Gail King wins, and then we get uh, Kurt and Kevin Nash backstage, uh, and Kevin offers to go and speak to Sting to try and sort of smooth things over. Because in the in the build up to this, uh, Kurt Angle went and stalked Sting's son and gave him a slap. Right. So Sting's upset about that, uh, but Kurt calls Kevin Nash a pussy, <laughs> right? And uh, takes a piss out of him, basically saying, you know, you can't wrestle, yeah, you know, you're beat up, yeah. And then Kevin Nash, as he's, you know, he's trying to get into films at this point, does some good acting, stands up and tries to look angry and throws a chair against the wall. Good acting in brackets. Well, okay. well done, Kevin. Uh, right now we get a promo about Christian and Joe, and I fucking love this match. Is amazing, oh, Christian yeah. and Joe. And Matt Morgan's there as well. He loved it. Yeah. I don't know why, and I don't know what it was. It yeah. wasn't that he was particularly attractive or like, oh, his... I don't know what it was. I think, yeah. I think it was more because charisma worked, yeah. you know, where it didn't work. And no. The, the cocky worked. He's a politician now, isn't he? I don't know. I think, he, I think he's a Republican politician, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I think he is. Off to Wikipedia, come on. Yep. Uh, yeah, the cat's in the way, but I'm on it. Yeah. The confirmation that Matt Morgan is a Republican here. Yeah. American politician, um, actor, and professional. His current city commissioner. Yeah. Wait for it, everybody. Wait for he it. He changed his political affiliation to say yeah. for office. Okay. Yeah. So Turned there we are. Mayor of Long. Yeah. No. Thank not you. good. He had his. Uh, did he have a semen shot into space? Or they made that up? <laughs> I've never heard that. I I'm pretty sure. Made that up. I think. He, hang on. I think he I had. I do remember uh, the year after this sorted the third season Gladiators. Okay. I'm sure he had some bodily fluid shot into space. No, worry, I'm I'm on Wikipedia now. So. No, no, no. August did, 2008. Yeah. He did. See, a sample of his DNA was launched into space. Yeah. See, you might look at me like I'm. Completely insane, but uh, it doesn't specify it was semen in my in my in my opinion. Yeah, it, I don't. Yeah. Yikes. No, no. Well, it's not. If there are aliens up there, that's not what you want, is it? No, probably no, not. No, no. Um, the special outside ring mm, for this well, match, and ah, Joe, Joe is good in it, and I think real Christian he oh, got yeah, a chance. Yeah. That WWE was not going to give him. Because, you know, different environments shine. And yeah. he, he shows he's able to be a singles competitor. And why he was never able to translate that properly, I just don't Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, he's doing it now in, in with TN Impact and Ring of Honor, EW. Yeah. And yet, it's never, it's just never translated in WWE. He's got yeah. the fans yeah. behind him, but making a run for it and carrying a title just never... No, he had one good year, didn't he? When he when he finally won the world title, when he was feuding with Orton for about six months, and they seemed to be. Um, but apart from that, yeah, he never really got a. And they said he he kind of it was one low. He's a bit like the old, you know, people talk about the that sort of Kofi Kingston when he won the title. It was like he was nowhere near that, and then was champion for a year, and then immediately after losing the belt, just backed her. Back like to being like it never even existed. Yeah, it, it's so weird. 
Yeah. Well, again, I don't understand that about Kofi either because Kofi had the amazing yeah. and really hold it for a while, but it was almost like the second they put it on him, take it off. Yeah. Yeah. And they did it for that fan satisfaction. Yeah. And then didn't do anything with it and wondered why we were upset. And they were yeah. like, oh, they don't like him. And no, that's not, that wasn't the problem at all. Yeah. It's not that we don't like him as champion. We don't like what you're trying to basically. Not. Yeah. I think his first feud was with Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, Dolph. No, I like Dolph. I like Dolph, but not I do in, too. To yeah. Some extent. I, I think he made a great for his yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But when Kofi was champion, again, the unlikeliness of Kofi being champion was probably doubled the unlikeliness of Ziggler being champion. So it's like it's two guys shooting over the world title who, if either the other guy wasn't involved in, if, if say, if Kofi wasn't the champion, there's no way Dolph Ziggler would have been involved in the title. Um, so it kind of, yeah, it was, but you know, there we go. We digress, but yeah, but Joe and I love it. Yeah, I do really, I really enjoyed this match. I went back and watched it again after I watched it the first time. Again, the good. stuff Joe does is absolutely fucking insane. Being as stiff and as strong as and powerful as he is. And then he's flying over the top rope and going it's all the over the place. And, of Eve, oh yeah. Man. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the one thing that I, that always Joe, he was of our generation to really show that, you know, big guys like whether it was Vader or um, there wasn't a flipping big guy, but Joe, Joe was like, nah, I, I can flip. Watch. Yeah. I can flip. And yeah. then you, you were like, can he though? And then he does it and you're like freaked out because it's like, holy shit, how's this guy a earth? This guy should do this. It's yeah. nuts. And I quite like the, I like the dynamic of the commentators. It's, a, it's like two face commentators isn't it? and they're both really, enthusiastic and like really behind the like in this match like when joe kicks out after like them pretty and they go yeah like yeah <laughs> it's like he kicks out everybody like, was so very behind joe like don't get me wrong you know, yeah joe, joe wasn't come to face this match no but he wasn't like the lines was i remember yeah. christian excited yeah but joe it's hard to be faced joe always kind of comes off some boston yeah that's what works best for joe so you almost yeah and so it's 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 wild when you can face just as excited. Yeah, yeah. But I, I was for Don West to face. <laughs> I was like quite like Don West in there. I've seen that video so many times when he when he turns heel on uh, on Mike's name, oh, calls him a yeah an ass kisser and that. Yeah, um, I I always enjoyed him as as a as a commentary pair. It's one of those things. I think if I watch, if I was watching Impact every week, I get quite fed up. I get fed up with that quite quickly, to oh, be yeah. honest. But oh, a yeah. pay-per-view every now and again, it's like, yeah, you quite enjoy it. But um, so we get AJ and Tomka come out and try and get involved with Matt Morgan, kind of fights them off. Um, it looks like because obviously Christian coming into this has not been. He was yeah, his big thing was he not been uh, pinned or or made to submit right. any matches. So this was his first his first sort of clean defeat. Um, but yeah, but he taps out to clean the clutch, and uh, yeah, so, and Joe wins. It's not really for anything this match, just for. But I mean, yeah, fucking a great match, really yeah, good match. Really, I, yeah. I love again the fact. Yeah. Freshly out of WWE. Yeah. It was a nice match. I don't, I don't think it did a heck of a lot, but it was, no. it was a good match. And again, this is match. so different from anything you think back to 2007 WWE. I mean, this is miles in a different world to that. Oh, um, yeah. 
Almost, we're almost at the end of the backstage segments, almost. So wow. Kenny and Borash are looking for Sting, and Sting's in his like black darkened layer in the back of the right. <laughs> where he hangs out. And Nash tries to feel, appeal to his better nature, but Sting tells him to get lost, basically. Yep. And Nash is like, oh, if Kurt Angle loses, I lose. i got nothing else left. I lose everything. And Sting's like, well, Thanks tough. Suck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Pretty much. Now, this, this is a, a Monsters Ball match. Usually, I really like Monsters Ball. Yeah. Like, if you've ever heard me on other shows, I love me. Like, bring on the table and the lights. Bring on yeah. destruction of blood. Mm-hmm. But this was... I mean, okay, you've got Abyss, who yeah. is wonderful. I love Abyss. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's a great personality. You've got Raymond. Uh, Ra- Raymond. Raymond. <laughs> Raven and yeah. Rhino. And then you've got Black Rhino, which yeah. is gold dust with a color spray. Yeah. And it's, oh, God, it's absolutely And a rat. Misty. hated it. Yeah. I'm, I I love Dustin Rhodes. And I was feel, now, make me feel sad this watching this. Not, <laughs> yeah. This was not it. Like, the most interesting interesting part about the thing was the fact that Raven brought down a literal shopping cart. And- yeah, and he went through it as well, didn't he? he oh, yeah. Through the shopping he cart. went through it from the back end, just <laughs> yeah. like you were parking it and another one was parking behind it. Like, the, that was the most, the best part of the whole, of the whole match. I'm not like, sure what. I could kill yeah. us about the thumbtacks, putting the glass on the thumbtack. Rhino people off a table, not going to go through the table, and I'm going to just, yeah. you know, all of that. It wasn't terrible. It's Abyss's match, so yeah. it wasn't me that Abyss was, I believe it's called the Black Hole. Mm-hmm. But the whole point of it is to watch, there's not a lot of story. No. Granted, I, I get it to get, but the whole match was set up. Let Abyss do a black hole glass that is for that very heavily, yeah. but glass and yeah. I didn't get the bit where so the so, uh, somebody I think Black, black Rain had the trash can put up against his uh, balls, and Rhino got a golf club out and smacked the trash can with the golf club. I don't know if that, that would. I will admit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if that would would that hurt. But, oh, I don't know because if, 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 if the trash can's there, yeah. You're just you're hitting the so you're hitting something which is unless you're like literally ramming the I don't know if that was I mean like the vibrations <laughs> it, I don't know no I mean and luckily I I've never had that proper happen. equipment to help give you that answer no so. <laughs> no no and I haven't got a golf club so no um, me neither I don't I don't no, do golf not do I no no if I did have that'd be the first time I could do that would be to hit a trash can <laughs> so much bollocks just to see yeah just to yeah. see um. Yeah, but Abyss wins. Yeah, yeah not a... Uh, everybody bleeds. So I don't know how Black Rain bleeds. He was bleeding at some point. But it just, yeah, it, I, it makes me feel a bit sad because he's, again, he's he's a big lad at this point as well. And he's dusting. He's carrying quite a bit of timber. And he's in a... It's basically gold dust, but like a black version. And even weirder and fatter. So it wasn't, yeah, um, yeah not a good time. Right, so we're finally there at the main event. So they talk about how Atlanta was where Kurt Angle won his gold medal, and obviously that's where Sting was, you know, his big WCW days from Atlanta. Um, And they talk about how Kurt hit Sting's son, and then Sting took a uh, restraining order out against Karen Karen Angle to stop her from getting involved in the match. Um, And this is about a year down the line from Kurt making his debut in TNA. Uh, and he won the title at Slammiversary. Um, 
get two good entrances i love kurt angle's tna entrance coming up from the yeah yeah and i love the music i love the package yeah that really good package yeah a lot of good music in tna floor yeah a lot it was one of the best it was the best for kurt angle i I loved it so much better yeah this was serious so tna kurt angle was like serious oh very i'm gonna kill you kurt angle on that do you like the the like the Cody Rhodes entrance with the uh, coming uh-huh. up from the yeah coming up from the floor <laughs> yeah yeah um I like, again I like, I, there's a lot of good entrance music so the obviously Joe's entrance was quality with the traditional Samoan dances and Christian's music's good oh yeah um and Sting's good as well Sting's music yeah um but this I, I mean uh, this was all right this match but I think it doesn't again. This doesn't really compare to like the Joe Christian matches or the, you know, yeah. some of the other matches you've had in the night. Um, obviously, they're both quite old getting on at this point. I mean, how old Sting is at this point, but, um, but, and we get Karen Angle coming. Attempting. It, yeah, yeah. And then Nash come down. And this is where Nash gets in the ring, gets involved, and you realize he's a foot taller than Kurt and Sting. So, but this is, I think they were. It never works well when you have like relationships involved in wrestling. Is it? So I think they were. It's not not that far after this where Karen Jarrett, uh, Karen ends up with Jeff, Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that not, starts off a whole different storyline. We wonder, but yeah, it got really crazy. We wonder how much of that was much of that yeah. was like. Listen, we just don't work. Oh, you're in love with you know what best was, but hey, we an angle for the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wrestling. Like, I don't know why, but yeah, like I can see that happening. You know, we haven't worked for a long time. Oh, you're attracted to Jeff. Okay, go with Jeff. It worked. Yeah, make it into a storyline. Yeah, let's make it in. That wouldn't fuck with your head at all, would it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good thing. Like it would not a good precedent for that. I've, I've seen so many real life storylines. Yeah, thrown. Actually, kind of bug me. Yeah, you know, and and I think that's what's good about this one. Because TNA was still, I mean, I won't say, but it was still being discovered, getting and whatnot. Yeah. Kurt Angle jumping ship and leaving WD and coming to, you know, that put a lot more eyes on the product. Or staying there put on the product. But there's still, you know, I'm used to WD where you've got the Matt, Lita, and Edge mm. love trying made its way into yeah. the show. But there was still a lot of, like, they were being very upfront. This is a real incident. Yeah kayfabe or whatnot but there was still a lot not known that mm. was kept under wraps that you know it wouldn't surprise me and i think that's the kind of fun part about yeah. this is that i could because i know jeff and karen and kurt are all friendly now so it wouldn't surprise that's why it's kind of messes with my head now is okay they're friendly now so i could see this is yeah. you know so what if this is that how it really was back then because I don't know. And that's when it's fun. Yeah. You know, when it's and you're not going so far in the real life people's true anger. And mm. I like there to be a little bit of a question. Yeah. To, like, yeah, is, like I want it to feel real, but not like, and I want to question. That's yeah. what makes wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's with like, again, a lot of that stuff in AEW recently. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like. I think at first people were a bit like, oh, is this a, is this a work? Is it? And actually, right. it's, <laughs> it's, it's not definitely a work. not. But no. there's but now there's other things that have happened. Oh, the executive vice presidents. Like I get that they can't get off with a slap on the wrist. Yeah. 
But at the same, you have yet a whole nother talent who gets into it, whether verbally, verbally and physically. Yeah. With a whole nother talent. And he can still have a main match the same night. Yeah. yeah. Make it make yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's make the thing. Sense. That. What's good for the goose is good for the goose. Yeah. Like, that just. Yeah. That like. And I'm not. I'm not a huge Sammy fan. I'm not not a Sammy Yeah. But if you're going to impose the same restrictions. Executive vice president. Yeah. Why is this because Jericho says so? Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, Chris. You're not an EVP. You don't have any okay. money, and you know, you right. know what I mean. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going. He doesn't listen, or you're all right. You haven't got to apologize. To him. <laughs> like, uh, you might listen if he listens this week. Then I, I don't apologize. You're an ass, Jericho. But um, okay. yeah. Um, so yeah, so Nash comes down, he gets involved, and starts lumbering around and attacking people and beating up refs and. Angle goes for the bat, and then I've seen this before. This spot when we played, but he when he goes to hit Sting, and Sting's supposed to block it, but he doesn't block it, does he? And he hits some square on the in the like the middle of the head, basically with the bat. It was uh, really weird. It looked like Sting. Yeah, I think it was. And I think kind of fast forward. Yeah, yeah. I want to rewatch it because he goes to swing. Yeah, and it's like he's supposed to catch it, doesn't quite. No, and he takes it in the quite. face. But he doesn't sell it though. He just kind of stands there and laughs like he has caught it. But when you actually see it, he's it's gone through his hands basically and just cracked from him in the middle I of the head. I remember from my first watch through, they they filmed that angle really well because you don't really so much. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't really catch it. it here we go. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he comes at him straight <laughs> on. Yeah. Like he's not swinging across. He comes no, at him like straight on into the chest. Yeah. And it's like it bounces off the side of his face, it's supposed yeah. to catch it, but it just straight through those grippy gloves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and so it just slides off of his face into his shoulder, and then he grabs it. Yeah. Like, yeah. ha, ha, ha. And then he's just super busted up at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Angle gets busted up, doesn't he? But yeah, but Sting, Sting wins, and Nash is out on the floor, and Angle's out on the floor, and then that's it. Sting wins. That's it. Um, And what happens? I think Angle wins it back a couple of weeks after this on Impact. That's about right. Yeah. But again, they were pushing a lot of stuff on this show for Impact, which is kind of thing they used to do. But uh, as is traditional on the show, we we now go to the Dave Meltzer ratings for the, and we'll see what your uh, ratings are, and we'll see how close you are on the Dave Meltzer scale. So this is a bit of a, you know. We can see how much you and Dave have got in common by your. Uh, oh, I don't <laughs> think rates. I don't think me and Uncle Dave have much in common at all, honestly. Okay, right. Um, so the first match then, the Ultimate X match. What would you give that out of uh, five stars? Five, mm-hmm. at least four point two. Okay, that was a great match. I don't think it's fully a five star match. Okay, but on the low side of a four potentially. Okay, well Dave's given that uh, three and three quarters. Okay. So not far off. The reverse battle royal. I'm, I'm surprised by this. Two and one. a half. <laughs> Two and a quarter. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, the only reason I gave it that other quarter was a nostalgia factor, to be perfectly okay. honest. So Dave has, a, you know, the unique perspective yeah. that he's seeing. You know, this is based off him seeing it live in October yeah. 2007. Yeah. You know, and now I'm... Mine will probably be a quarter to a half star more just for nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the tag title match, three and a quarter. Gave that. Wow. That's, that's strong. That is strong for that match. It's a little 
little strong. It's a little it's strong. A little um, the uh, X Division match. Um, Lee Ford Daniels. Oh yeah, four and a half. Uh, three and a half. Oh. So okay. that only I could compromise got, with him. That only got half a star more than the uh, tag title match, which is <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Steiners versus the Dudleys. A three quarters of a star. No, 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 no. That's a lie. Sorry, a star and three quarters. Star, star and three quarters. quarters. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. The knockouts gauntlet, which it wasn't a gauntlet, but. I'm going to give that one. Oh, two. Yeah, it really wasn't great. But it, no. at the same time, it was really the the beginning of the knockouts division. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't anywhere near where the knock where the knockouts end up. And so yeah. it, it was serviceable for what it was. It got Good a job. belt out yeah. there. It got a belt on Gil Kim. What would Yeah. Uh Joe versus Christian. Four and a quarter. Four. See? <laughs> maybe I should take Meltzer's place. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um I mean that's fair enough. But yeah, yeah. Look, maybe that little court is just a nostalgia thing. It's seeing that he's uh Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Uh Monsters Ball match. Exactly right. Bang on. Oh Dave, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for your job, Dave. <laughs> and then the uh the main event. Two and a half. Three and three quarters. That's that is I think that's a bit strong, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. That that's definitely a bit strong. That is the same as I the w- I could agree with two and three quarters or three, but not three is too much. He, he gave that more than the exhibition match. Yeah. Yeah. So but that's all the flippy shit, and we know Uncle Dave did. No, no. Yeah, that's that's strong for that world title match. I think so. Too. Yeah. Because it really kind of it was really long and it kind of drug. It, yeah. Like I had it sped up to two times speed and yeah. it drug. Like I'd knock a point off for Kevin Nash's grey hair. To be honest. Oh. <laughs> and he's he's got like white trainers on as well. Yeah, he's in a, <laughs> yeah. a, a dress shirt and dress slacks. <laughs> yeah. And tennis shoes. Yeah. Trainers. yeah. Like yeah. I remember this era of Kevin Nash. I was like, why is homeboy in work clothes? And he workout was, shoes. Yeah, he was supposed to be like a, a counselor, wasn't he? Like, yeah, he was supposed, supposed to be more like a mentor yeah. and all this other stuff. But it, like, I'm sorry, dress clothes, workout shoes just yeah. never looks. It looks like your dad tried to dress up to go yeah. out to a nice restaurant, but he his dress shoes didn't fit anymore or they got chewed up by the dog. So he yeah. just cleaned up his trainer and felt like that would be fine. Yeah. I just but in reality, it, he could go mow the yard or we in the next yeah, moment. Yeah. Like it's it's dad. It's really bad dad. Attack. Yeah. And again, it just it stood out more because the fact he was twice the size of everybody else. In the yeah. ring. It's, uh, this big giant old man in the ring trying to. And his yeah. trainer. Like, he actually I looked just, a bit like when he was uh, when he you know, in uh, Oz, when he was Oz in WCW, he was uh Actually, in the costume of Oz, with the, he didn't look too too dissimilar to the actual uh, the costume he wore in that in real life. But yeah, well, that's Kevin Nash. That's TNA 2007. That's Bang for Glory 2007. There we go. There we have it. There we go. So uh, in a minute, we'll get you to pick uh, the the song we're gonna we're gonna finish tonight. But um, uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening, for joining the show, and for downloading, supporting. You know. The, but I'm t- by the time we get this this point in the show, I'm too tired to go. I should do all this stuff at the beginning because I'm not good now. Um, but yeah, thank you very much, guys. We really appreciate support. Um, next week, Ben, 
talking about Taboo Tuesday 2004, so never a bit of a different time period. Um, I think that features Randy Orton and Ric Flair in a cage match, I think. Jericho versus Shelton Benjamin. Um, I think it's Shawn Michaels, Benoit, Edge and Triple H in a match, I think. I might be making this up, but... um, but that's what we've got to look forward to next week. Ori, thank you very much, mate, for coming on the show. It's been a, a pleasure actually you getting a very chance to finally talk to you and uh, talk about Kevin Nash's shorts. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, where can people find you, Ori? You can find me on Twitter, TikTok, mm-hmm. Instagram at Ori the Draw. Yeah, you're one of the very few people I follow on uh, TikTok. Over on TikTok, yeah. My, and it's terrible because for a while there, I was posting quite a bit, and I've really kind of slacked off. We've had a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, my husband had surgery on his arm last week. Had a, uh, it's, it's all been a hot mess, and so there's been a lot going. But um, I, I tend to – I've gotten to the point where I'm on Twitch three days of the time, uh, usually Sunday, Saturdays, Tuesdays. We are recording on Saturday, um, mm-hmm. and I'm tired. It's been oh, yeah. crazy, and yeah. so I'm going to take tonight off. I'm going to go eat pizza and just chill, maybe watch some anatomy. Might even okay. get caught up on, who knows? Oh, it's um, a pay-per-view tonight as well. Or, yeah, um, you're right. It's it's Extreme Rules, so I may, who knows? I may get wild and crazy and watch that. So, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, that's where you can find me. Most of the time is going to be on uh, Twitch. Playing yeah. games, currently playing Overwatch 2 and Valorant. Uh, have played some other games, but uh, typically Tuesday evening, uh, Central Standard Time, and Saturdays and Sundays. Hey there, hang on. And I've got lots of fun wrestling redemptions. I've got Judas. Yeah. I've got the Jungle Boy uh, oh, I, song. Yeah. I've got most of it. And so those are for either channel points or bits. I've got Kenny Omega's Goodbye and Goodnight Japan. It's Kenny Omega. I've got it. Yeah. And so. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun, and I and it's, it's great. You know, it's not about very true. I literally got no idea what you're talking about. I'm gonna agree with all that. Uh, <laughs> you're I, literally watching people play videos and supporting okay. them. Okay, it sounds it sounds like fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, you get to interact and and do yeah. stupid. I've got a stream deck that I can press buttons. Yeah. So you know. nails nails on Twitter. She may be going follow Ethan Page and I watched I think I think I've got a Twitch account and I watched Ethan Page play games for about half an hour once. There you, yeah. Um yeah. It's a fun way to interact with people and, and yeah. learn about different but I yeah. enjoyed a lot. Oh yeah. No, cool. Uh mate, what are we gonna finish with them? Um I am super in love with a bass singer. Okay. There's a Twitter about Rhea Ripley and their lead mm-hmm. singer, Motionless, yeah. actually just did Rhea Ripley new theme. And so mm-hmm. that's what I think should finish on because that, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Sounds like a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's really good. Really good. They did a great job with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love Rhea Ripley. She's cool when she is on. Oh, I love Yeah. That. Yeah. She'd beat me up though quite severely. Which she could beat me up, and I'd yeah. say thank you. Like I would just let it happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to just... comment at this point because I'll probably get into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I think everybody knows, right? Okay. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, guys, that's enough. That's before I get into a lot of trouble. We're going to finish this. Yeah. <laughs> My wife's gone to bed, so it's fine. Um. Yeah. Right. Love you guys. Uh, we'll finish off with uh, Motionless in White's Rear Ripley theme, and we shall see you next week. Thank you again, Ori. You're welcome. Bye. Cheers, guys. Take care. Love you loads. Bye. This is my brutality!
Dreams.